gas. It's something that per gallon has always been rising ever since the day I was born. But what if I told you that this didn't have to happen anymore? There's a man whose name is Stan Meyer. And in 1975, he set out to eliminate this problem altogether. In fact, he envisioned a world where you never had to use oil or gas to fuel anything ever again. And he wanted to do this by creating a fuel cell that could run off of just Water. A local inventor has discovered a way, hear this, to use water to run your car. And a few short decades later in the 1990s, he actually did it. He succeeded in creating a fuel cell that powered his dune buggy that could run off of any kind of water. If you don't have any fresh water, go ahead and use snow. If you don't have any snow available to you, then use salt water because there's no adverse effect to the fuel cell. And he claimed they could drive from LA to New York City on just 22 gallons of water alone. And the way it worked, it would separate the hydrogen from the oxygen in water it's clean energy and it's energy that is free to everybody. And the most mind-blowing part about it all, this fuel cell was only gonna cost the average consumer about $1,500 and would never have to be upgraded because no type of water would actually damage the fuel cell. It'll be at least two years before the fuel system goes into mass production. A day to happens will be one the fuel industry hates. The entire oil and gas industry is worth $463 billion with a B dollars. And just to put that into perspective, the richest man in the world only has a net worth of $268 billion. Now, when he successfully created this in the 1990s. He was getting a lot of media attention from local news stations, news porters, you name it. And he actually caught the attention of the U.S. Pentagon themselves. The Pentagon flew a Lieutenant Colonel in last week to look at Myers' invention. There's talk of possibly using it in the Star Wars defense program and to run army tanks. So this started a multiple year process where he was going back and forth with the U.S. Pentagon and they were trying to partner up on this to where he could be the one heading the project of bringing this to the U.S. military. What happened was in 1998, he went to a restaurant with his brother to put this deal in ink with the representatives of the U.S. Pentagon. And little did Stan know, this would be the last day that he would ever be seen alive. People ask me, do I fear my life? I have learned the power of angels and I've been protected in trying to bring this technology in. The way this meeting ended was he ran out of the restaurant in a panic and his brother chased him out of the restaurant asking Stan, what's wrong? What's wrong? He took a sip of cranberry juice, bolted out the door, dropped to his knees and vomited violently. They poisoned me. That was his dying declaration. That's that's Shortly after he died on that day, the U.S. government went into his garage, took his dune buggy, took his hydrogen fuel cell, and ever since then, it has never been seen again. And most people today are probably never aware that there was ever an engine that could ever run off of water. Now, this reminds me of Tesla's story. Back in the day, Tesla wanted to create a way to bring free energy to the world, and he was going to do it using his Tesla tower, which due to politics and funds being pulled away from the project, his Tesla tower failed in the early 1900s. Right after his death, the U.S. government, they went in, they confiscated all of his research, never to be seen by the public eyes again. Now this brings up a bigger question. Why on earth did the US Pentagon want to kill Stan Meyer and suppress his works, never to be seen again? And other than money, what is a good reason to doing this? In fact, last year, I interviewed a military aerospace historian, and his name is Michael Schratt, and he's famous because he's gone through a lot of documents, police reports, and eyewitness accounts of UFO sightings, where he's able to point out different features from some of these UFO sightings that show proof these these are not UFOs made off planet in some other solar system, but are in fact made by some organization within the government themselves, dating back to the 1800s. You look at the 1897 mystery airship wave, and this is long before the Wright brothers flew, someone's building something. 
way before powered flight. He believes we are at least 100 years behind where we should be technologically speaking because of the suppression of free energy technology and technology that could run off of things like water instead of fossil fuels. We're not flying any faster now than we did 52 years ago. What's wrong with this picture? Why do we not have this technology to the masses? I think the answer is very simple and it's hidden in plain sight. The size of the oil industry not only gives the people in power the opportunity to charge everybody just to live and function in today's society, but it also gives them convenient excuses to invade other countries because of oil. We wouldn't need internal combustion engines. We wouldn't need tankers. We wouldn't need oil fields. Overnight, all these utilities would go out of business. That's why we're not seeing it. No matter what your opinion is on the matter, one fact still remains. This technology does exist, and in schools, we're never even taught that this is physically a possibility. There's a reason why we drive cars around instead of horses and buggies. As technology advances, so does society. The main difference here is that in the past, with the railroad industry, with the car industry, with the airplane industry, people can still charge you to use those things. But if we had access to free energy, they would no longer be able to charge you for that. So I'm curious, what do you think? Let me know in the comments below. And speaking of cover-ups, check out this video right here where I talk about Nikola Tesla and the time that he accidentally may have caused the biggest explosion in world history.